Thank you for listening today on Podcast with Pastor Larry. Please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. Feel free to check us out at podcastwithpastorlarry.com. In just a moment, Pastor Larry will be teaching us a constant truth from God's Word to help us in this always changing world. You can always find more teaching with Pastor Larry at Freedom Ministries through our Facebook page at Freedom in Virginia or on our YouTube channel at Freedom Church for, that's the number four, others. That would be Freedom Church for others. Now, let's get to learning the Bible to live the Bible with Pastor Larry. Hey, thanks for joining me today. I'm Pastor Larry with Freedom Ministries. And whether you're joining me today on Facebook Live at Freedom in Virginia, or you're connecting with me through our podcast ministry, which is podcastwithpastorlarry.com. You know, I'm glad you're here. So thanks for joining in. And uh, if you're on Facebook Live with me right now, uh, which is every Tuesday and Thursday, and by the way, it is Thursday, March the 3rd, why don't you go ahead and hit that like, share, and subscribe button. And don't forget to set your notifications on. That way, every time we go live, you are notified and you are alerted and you don't have to be looking for it every time because uh, we all need reminders along the way. If you're listening in on this episode uh, on a podcast with Pastor Larry, uh, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. That's so important. And as well as when you do that, you'll be notified every time a new episode is uploaded. You can do that uh, as well as on any of the podcast platforms that you may be on or subscribe to already. It's free and it's available 24-7 at your convenience. Again, thanks for being here with me today. Let's just jump right in again. We are continuing to study how to grow a deeper faith and a closer relationship with God. I hope that you've been really getting something out of this study. And as you do, we are learning this right now. This is the topic of what we're studying, requirements for growth towards intimacy with God. That's right. There are some requirements. There are some prerequisites, if you will, for us to grow closer to the Lord. What we've been learning is what Peter said in 2 Peter 3.18. Peter said, grow, did he not? He said, grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It's important. This is what we should be growing in. Yes, growing in grace. We received grace. That's how we uh, became saved. So we received the grace, but we grow in knowledge. Where does that come from? It comes from the Word of God. What does the Word of God teach us? It teaches about our Savior, Jesus Christ, and what He wants for us uh, to do and how He wants for us to live. See, we do not automatically grow. I wish that was the case. I wish there was a magic button that all of a sudden Christians and believers everywhere could grow automatically to maturity. It just doesn't work that way. See, we must choose to grow spiritually, and I hope that's been your heart. I hope that's been your thought through this, and as long as you've been saved, that you are desiring to grow spiritually. We learned this last time that our first requirement is a renewal of our mind. Do you remember that from Tuesday, just a couple of days ago? We are growing through renewing our mind. 
We learned what Paul said in Romans 12, 2. Paul said, do not be conformed right to this world, but be ye what? Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So don't become molded or fashioned by what the world is telling you or what their ideology is or the philosophy that they are teaching. No, we get our command. We get our direction from the Lord. And Paul said that you may prove um, what is that good and acceptable and perfect right? It's perfect. It fits. It's the maturing thing. It's the perfect will of God. See, the truth is we must renew our thinking. We must renew our speaking. We must renew our behavior to do what? To line up with our belief in Christ and his word. That is why we spend time, is it not, in the Bible. We want to keep refreshing the page, right? Uh, usually if you're on a website or um, you're you're logged in your computer, there's usually an arrow that's uh, almost complete circle. And if you hit that, it spins and it refreshes the page because sometimes it get locks it locks up. Sometimes it needs to delete the old cache files. And it needs to renew the IP address. What does all that mean and all that technology? How does that translate to you and I today? The Word of God refreshes us. Because sometimes we can get stuck. We can kind of get um, framed into the normalcy of life. And all of a sudden, we find ourselves just kind of wallowing through the muck. And we aren't sure about our direction. We aren't giving clarity. We, we don't have clarity when it comes to living spiritually and mature in Christ. So that's why we need the Word of God. So what we are learning now is what Paul said again in Ephesians 4, 22, 23, and 24. Paul said, when it talks about renewing of the mind, he says that you put off the former way of life, right? Your former conduct, the old man, right? Which is our old nature, which is corrupt according to our deceitful lust, which just means what we're desiring and not what God desires. Then verse 23, he says of Ephesians 4, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. There it is the spirit of our mind, and that you put on, so we put off something, but we put on something, that we put on our new nature. What is that? Yeah, the old has been passed away. The old is gone, but the new has arrived, and that's Christ. What is this? Which was created according to God, notice and listen, in righteousness. This is how God wants you and I to live and in true holiness. There is a second requirement to spiritual growth towards intimacy with God. You want to be close to God? You want to have a deeper faith and a closer relationship with Him? Well, this second requirement is most needful, and that is a readiness to face your failures. Don't we have them all? Don't we wish that we could go back and erase, if you will, things in our life, things that we've done in our life that we know are not pleasing to the Lord? 
Yeah, we do. We all have those. And what am I saying? I'm saying that there are things in our life. There are things that we do that we want to hit the delete button on. And sometimes when we're not honest or transparent, we want to ignore those and maybe hope no one saw them or maybe no one noticed. And even we'll lie to ourselves as if they didn't happen. You and I need truth in our lives. Truth sets us free. Truth is the great liberator. And one of the things that we find in our lives is that we often aren't honest. See, sometimes we try to misstep this. We, we try to justify even our failures and our faults. We'll blame it on maybe our upbringing. Yet when you became uh, able to make your own decisions, right, you were able to make your own choices. Well, who is responsible for that? You. And so sometimes we'll take the easy way out, won't we? And we'll say, well, that's just the way I am. Have you ever heard that? Have you ever heard someone say, well, well, that's just the way I am? Well, okay, I hear you. Or that's the way my parents raised me. The fact is, though, if we're really honest and if we're very truthful, are we the way that God wants us to be? I think that's the greater statement and question, isn't it? Are we the way that God wants us to be? And if it's not, then that is indicative of an area that you and I need to change and grow in. So listen to this statement. In order to get from where we currently are to where God desires us to be, we got to make changes in our life. Did you hear that? In order for us to get from where we are currently, right, to where God desires and wants us to be, It leads to this thought, we've got to make changes in our lives, and that means we are facing our faults, we're facing our failures, and we're going to take responsibility for them, and you know what? We're going to go to God with them. There's nothing wrong with talking to others, nothing wrong with getting good counsel, but the truth is, it is God who changes us from the inside out. Is there an area in your life that, which you seem maybe to have experienced repeated failures? Are there repeated areas in your life that you continue to fail at and are at fault at? Are you aware of those? And are you aware of those that you've had and maybe that you've seemed to always have? Have you been trying for years to maybe sidestep those, outrun them, or even to ignore those fears and faults in hopes maybe that God will have forgotten them or overlooked them? Let me assure you of something today. God will not forget them. See, in God's desire, in His desire to see you made strong, God wants to see you made strong. But in that whole thought there, God will continue to pursue. He will continue to go after those areas in your life that are weak. See, the Bible says that when we are weak, He, God, is strong. What are we saying? God is always in pursuit of those areas that we are weak in. Why? 
because God desires to see you and I made strong. In that desire of God to see us made whole, he will continue to pursue those faults and those failures, that fragment, that break you and I down, and that cause disharmony, that cause dysfunction, or even cause uneasiness. Yeah. You know those feelings where you're not at ease, where you're not at rest, and when you do not have peace? See, this is all a part of God's desire to draw you and I close to Him. God will continue to move against any obstacle or barrier that stands in the way. This is how much He's for you and I. He will fight. And he will stand and go against every obstacle and barrier that stands in the way of you and I experiencing that genuine, complete intimacy with our Heavenly Father. However, the first step that each of us must make is to admit our failures, our flaws, and our faults. See, Pastor Larry, I'd like to get to that. Boy, I'd like to get to that intimacy with God, and I'd like to have a closer, deeper faith with God. Then have you taken this step? That you've taken the first step of admitting where you have failed, where you have been flawed, and you have sinned, and where your faults are. See, we've got to own up to our own finiteness, right? God is infinite, but we are finite. We've got to be willing to admit that we're weak. See, it's not a sign of that you are less of a person. No, we've got to assume responsibility. And don't we live in a society, haven't you seen this unfold, where we live in a society where there are few that seem to take responsibility for their own actions. We've got to seek not to blame others for what has happened to you and I, but we confess that to God of our own choosing, our own choices. In reality, it is God that has brought you and I to the place where we are today. If it weren't for the grace of God, even though others may have wounded you, even though others may have rejected you, even though others have greatly disappointed you and hurt you, and even maybe sinned against you, your response to their actions has made you who you are. So every decision of your life has formed and is forming and fashioning who you and I are today. So if we're honest, if where we are is not a place of peace and harmony with God, then we shouldn't look any further than ourselves because it is us who has made those decisions to be what we are. 
See, if you are truly, truly desiring to grow spiritually, you've got to own up to your own actions and reactions. So what does the Word of God have to say about us facing our own failures and our own flaws? What does the Bible have to say? Because at the end of all of these statements, none of them are validated or mean anything if they do not come from God's Word. The first verse that I want to give you is from 1 John. 1 John chapter 1, verses 8, 9, and 10. Now listen to this. I'm going to look on my screen and read this verse to you. It says, if we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves. Well, Pastor Larry, I, I haven't sinned. My friend, you're lying to yourself. The Bible says, John said, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. So in order to let truth free you, you've got to be honest right up front. Verse 9 says, if we confess our sins, he, God, is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So we do have a part. What is our part? We admit and own up to our own wrong, sinful choices, huh? And then God is so obligated to us. He has promised us that he not only will forgive us, he'll clean us up. And then verse 10 says of 1 John chapter 1, if we say that we have not sinned, we make him God a liar and his word is not in us. Listen to what the psalmist said in Psalm 139, verses 23 and 24. Search me, O God. Boy, that's a good start, isn't it? Search me. Lord, look at everything in me. Don't leave any stone unturned. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts. And verse 24, the first part of verse 24 says, and see if there be any wicked way in me. Does it get any more honest than that? Does it get any more transparent with God? More than that, God, look at me, search me, go into every closet of my heart and my thoughts go into the darkest areas and reveal anything that is wicked and not pleasing to you. I want to be clean. What a great thought. Let me give you some words by the Apostle Paul. The Apostle Paul said in 1 Timothy 1.15, this is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptance. In other words, you can count on it that Jesus Christ came into the world to save, to rescue, to deliver sinners, Paul said, of who I am the worst. That's pretty honest. You don't find anyone walking around today declaring, I am the worst sinner. Look at me, I'm the worst. 
No, you do have people walking around saying, look at me, how good I am or what I've accomplished. But we don't walk around telling people and showing what we have failed at. And yet Paul gives us a great example. Why? We see this all throughout the scriptures. Being willing to admit our failures and our flaws. Romans 3.23. I bet you know this verse. The Bible says, for all have what? Sin and come short of the glory of God. The most important word there is not even the word sinned. It's the word all. All of us have failures and flaws. All of us have at times been disobedient to God. And we freely admit that. Because this is a requirement. Yes, a renewal of your mind. I'm going to get my mind thinking correctly. I'm going to change my thinking patterns. Well, this is a good start. I'm going to admit my flaws and my failures. Paul then says in Romans 5, 12, this. Therefore, as sin came into the world through one man and death through sin... See, the wages of sin is death. That's what it produces. It doesn't produce life. It only produces death. And Paul said that through death, through the Garden of Eden, sin came in. Adam and Eve chose sin. So from that very moment, man has been in a flawed and need of rescue state. So all of us are in this place where we are very capable and do sin. But then Paul says in Romans 5.12, So death has spread to all men because all have sinned. There it is again. See, Pastor Larry, um, I'm, pretty, I'm a good person. Um, I try to do right. I try to do right by others. And I find myself to be a, a decent person. I hear you, and I don't doubt that. But let's not sugarcoat it, and let's just be honest and transparent with how the Word of God sees us. Maybe we should be asking ourselves this question. Have you ever told a lie, regardless of what size the lie is? Big lie, long lie, there's no such thing as a white lie. Have you ever lied? The answer is yes, we all have lied. What does that make us? No, it doesn't make us sinners. No, it makes us a liar. See, sinners sin. And anything that is in opposition or direct disobedience of God's word is sin. And so we've all lied. What about have you ever stolen anything? Have you ever taken anything that didn't belong to you, regardless of monetary value that's attached to it? regardless of whether it was a car or a paper clip, have you ever stolen, stolen anything? The answer is yes. And I would imagine all of us have taken something that didn't belong to us. And even if you didn't, I would imagine that you have lied and you just admitted that you've lied. So let's not continue to lie by lying about this. So what does that make us? Now we're a lying thief. So do you still feel good about yourself? If God alone judged us based on those two 
requirements and those two commandments. Thou shall not steal, thou shall not bear false witness, which means thou shall not lie. If God judged us or only led us into heaven based on those two things, have you passed the test? The answer is no. Why? Because we just learned from Romans 3.23 and Romans 5.12, all have sinned. We all are here. So where does that leave us today? Are, are you at the place where you have freely admitted that you have sinned? Have you gotten to the place where you will be so open and transparent that you admit your flaws and failures and sin? I'm not talking about to me. I'm not talking about to your best friend. I'm talking about to God. See, part of the renewal of your mind and both of these requirements, renewal of your mind and being willing to admit your flaws and failures is part of the requirement of having a closer intimacy with God. If you find yourself struggling with that, then my friend, there's your answer why you aren't that close to God. But you can be. So don't grow weary in this and don't grow discouraged in this. There's hope. There's hope in God. And the hope is in the truth, in truth, because there is truth. There is absolute truth. God's word is truth. And the Bible says that his word is forever settled in the heaven. The Bible said that thy word is truth. God said his word is truth. So we trust it over our feelings. Let's let our faith line up with the word of God, with the truth of God's word. Next time, we're going to learn a third requirement to having and growing towards intimacy with God. I want to thank you for joining me today, whether it was on Facebook Live or through the podcast or listening in through the podcast ministry, through podcastwithpastorlarry.com. Thanks. I appreciate that. And I hope and trust that you're going to be somewhere this weekend in church. And if not in person due to health or you're working, that you will join online. You can do that with us and be a part of our weekend celebration service at um, Freedom in Virginia on our Facebook channel or our YouTube channel, which is Freedom Church, the number four others. So Freedom Church for others. Would love to have you. Hope that you'll join us. But until next time, you are loved and you are prayed for. God bless you. Thanks for joining us today for podcast with Pastor Larry. Please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. Connect with Pastor Larry at podcastwithpastorlarry.com to hear weekly biblical teaching. You can always find more teaching of Pastor Larry at Freedom Ministries through our Facebook page at Freedom in Virginia or on our YouTube channel at Freedom Church for, that's the number for others. That would be Freedom Church for others. This is a listener-supported podcast. Feel free to partner with us to further our reach of the gospel to the world. If you feel led to give, please log on to PastorLarry.org. Again, thanks for connecting to Podcast with Pastor Larry.